Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. Hello, Shuli. Hello, my friend. How are you? The only time anybody watches this podcast is when we talk about Stuttering John. Hi, this is Stuttering John Melendez from The Howard Stern Show. It's all Long Island to me. The second she saw the face, she said, Oh, yeah, that was him. Oh, you're the guy that played fake clips of me. Yes, I remember now. It's a stupid name, but maybe it's worth listening to. How the fuck do I know? I got my own problems. I got hemorrhoids and shit. When I wipe my ass, it looks like a chocolate-covered cherry. All right. Kiki. Gagia is right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Insufferable Bastards podcast. My name is Carlos Danger. For the purposes of this broadcast, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. And making a return appearance to the broadcast. You know him. You love him. The world's most popular dabbler, Obnoxious John. I don't know about that, but thank you. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. So, all right, it's like 7.04. We, this is the second. I, I, I went live, and then I forgot to hit the live button, so I apologize. That was really dorky of me. I want Dork. to talk about, if you guys are okay, two things tonight. The week in Ray DeVito. I'm always interested in Ray DeVito. And then we'll throw around The Joke Man, the new documentary from Jackie the Joke Man Martling, of course, from The Howard Stern Show. Years in the making, delayed by COVID. It's available on Amazon and Apple. Purchase it is like 13 bucks. Rent it is about six bucks. Now, OJ, I know you didn't get a chance to watch the documentary. You said that before we went live. Brian, did you watch the joke? I have Man? about 15 minutes left. You have about 15 minutes left. Thank you both so much for preparing for this broadcast. I, I found out appreciate it this morning. You found right. Okay. What, what do you think I've been doing all week? Uh, you don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not doing anything. Oh, all right. I even, okay. I don't even want to, I don't even want to get into it. Did you work today? Yeah, I did. Son of a bitch. All right. So Ray DeVito, you guys know Ray DeVito. Ray DeVito had a week right now. By the end of this, we have to determine who is the dabbler of the week. It's now a tradition on this show. Now, people get a little uh, anal retentive. Dabbler of the week can mean hack verse of the week, mud verse of the week, shit cast of the week. You know what I'm saying? Whatever all this is. So by the end of this, we got to decide on someone. Ray is always a contender. The big thing that happened to Ray this week, he was on WATP. Who were these podcasts with Carl Hamburger? And surprise, surprise, they critiqued Ray's podcast the Rock Bottom Podcast. Did either of you guys see or hear Ray on WATP? I did see a little bit of it. I did, I did not see all of it. So, uh, and the other thing I should mention, we, I did invite a special guest from the Dabbleverse. We will see if he or she shows up. The person does have the invite. No, it's not Casey Armstrong. Well, the thing that sort of threw me off on Ray's appearance, I don't know, about a half hour into the broadcast, he accuses me of molesting children, which, yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop. So here's our first clip. It's called Ray Calls Me Bad Things, and it's from WATP. Yeah, now, <clears throat> what's great is that you give some advice. So again, let's learn 
you're talking about like it's tough to come back from being a pedophile, from being a well-known <laughs> pedophile. That's that's a rough one. Ask Carlos just... Danger. He's he's struggling with it. <laughs> wow. I had to throw Whoa. him under the. That's a what joke. That's a joke. Okay. A fake guy, Carlos Danger. It's not even his real name. It's, uh, <laughs> oh, I knew that. But it's a different Carlos Danger. I'm talking about the old senator, whatever, <laughs> whatever that Wiener was. What was Wiener? Yeah. Anthony Wiener. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. All right. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta love Ray because he just brings WATP to a halt by throwing out. I mean, it was a good line. It did make me laugh, but it was just out of nowhere. And I thought you could see Carl almost seem maybe annoyed by that, uh, by that joke. Oh yeah, Carlos Danger. He's a, he's a child molester. By the wow. way, Carlos Danger is named after Anthony Weiner, who was a U.S. congressman, not a goddamn senator. Ray, thoughts? Was he a pedophile? No, that's the other thing. Yeah, he still Ray could. I mean, it was clearly he. It was a joke, but you know, people can sue. There was nobody ever said the guy was was of that way. But you know, I don't know that that was typical Ray. You know, he could. Yeah, you would have thought he would have went for uh, like Anthony Cumia, but no, he went with Carlos Danger. Well, and not only that, and I guess this is what bothers me a little bit sometimes about Ray. I've told him a hundred times, yeah, say whatever you want about me. Please, you know, if you, if you think of a funny line, it's okay. You don't have to hold back because I, you know, sometimes I've gone on with Ray and I've been on Rock Bottom Podcast too many times, right? I acknowledge that. But sometimes he he doesn't. He holds back, right? But if you're going to say something like that, if you're going to accuse somebody of possibly being a child molester in that way, it's a pretty sick burn, as the kids say. Why not throw it at, I don't know, your legions of enemies in stand-up comedy like a Gino Bisconti? He gets nothing from Ray. Can't speak his name. Ignores him. Guy shits on Ray 24 hours a day. Ray doesn't say anything like that to him. Patrick Melton? I don't recommend fighting back against Patrick Melton. But that was another one. Chad Zumach? But Ray unleashes on me so i i i'm I, I see what you're doing there ray i will not be appearing on your podcast tonight Ooh. Did, no, ray, I actually, did ray reach out to you um to come on to his show tonight twice in the last hour yeah ray might go live i think at 9 30 or 10 and if anything ray needs less of me right i think i mean the whole thing was carl and producer chris and other people critiqued rock bottom during WATP, and Carl was Carl's a good critic, right? I, I think we can all agree the guy's a, the guy's a good critic. He goes for the funny; it's an entertaining show, but also he can say things that that hurt because I think they're true. Um, and, he, so, and he always does it usually with a smile on his face, so it's a little less <laughs> he offensive. Can't, he's like the Joker; yeah, he can't. Remember. It's it's yeah, it hurts. But here he is talking about how any issues or any critiques that he has with the rock bottom podcast. And I specifically, I don't know if he's specifically talking about Ray's Shuley show at 1 PM only or the, the show uh, in general, but he says, whatever problems there are, are not Ray's fault. This is about a minute and 44 seconds. Cause I, I think you're, <laughs> I think you're on the right path right now. And I'll, I'll tease what I'm going to say to you. You but gotta, for now, take a lap. You gotta, lose, you gotta lose the baggage. I mean, the the the, the show. The reason why the show sometimes doesn't work is not so much you. It's some of the other people involved. The point is, there's no respect for the the hosts of the show, and I I have a problem with that. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dude. All right. Well, Stevie and Stevie. Oh, sorry, Eric. Go ahead. 
Yeah, we gotta not talk over each other. Only I talk over people. Oh take God. it easy. I'm take it easy. Be patient, for fuck's sake. I was really trying to be patient. So, I'm gonna say this, Ray. We need new co-hosts. We need new guests to coming on this show. Aries a dud. She just talks and mumbles, and she thinks that no matter what's going on, she can just start talking. When someone's <laughs> making a point, setting up a topic, she's just like blah 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 blah. Like, what the fuck? You're on a show. <laughs> I, I no, also let watched... me point to Exhibit A. Lucy Tightbox. You see what she's doing right now? Keeping her mouth shut. Amazing. Thanks, Love thanks, it. Thanks, thanks, I'm great at being a woman who is seen and not heard. You're killing it over Amazing. there. Amazing. So, Ari, play this for uh, play this for Ari Ray because she's got a lot to learn. Or, or I don't know, maybe just dump her and move on and find people who can be good and mix it up with you. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because uh, it's a bad show when your guests start interviewing you, which is kind of what they kept doing all throughout this episode. I watched. I I uh, I'm a fan of the Ray Devito Rock Bottom podcast, <laughs> and one thing I've noticed is that the guests like to turn the tables on you and just kind of like, hey, what are you trying to say right now, Liam? Thought you were on my side. I don't know. That was. Uh... When when Carl starts in on Airy Jane, you can see Ray. He's not so, liking that. Like that. That's that's hurting his feelings because you know he cares for her. Uh, but Ray doesn't like any constructive criticism at all. And I also disagree and think you should be on. You're the only one that should be on his show. Um, I, I was feel like clip, I was well, Carlos. Was that clip from his channel or from the Shuli Network? I think the, that was could that have been Thursday's show that was supposed to be on at the time of Shuli's show? You know, the, like the Shuli no, Network. Oh, no, hold on, I can tell you what it was. It was a review of the show on the Shuli Network, one p.m. That's from the Shuli because yeah. Joe producer Joe makes an appearance. Uh, yeah, no, it's from the Shuli oh, Network. From la- the last I, I don't know how many wa- he watched. Well, then I agree uh, with him one thousand percent because yes, and I agree with. I think that you are great. I think everybody thinks. Well, see here. Right. Can I? I just want to let me finish my thought. It, it's uh, beer is coming he, in hot. You what he talking. said, what he said, is correct. No one respects Ray. I think you're one of the few people that respects him, and and also tries to veer him in a direction where I do think anyone else on his show, not not everyone, um, but a lot of these other people in the Dabbleverse, they want to. They take over Ray's show because they have their own agenda, their own, exactly. even Ari now at this point. Um, and, you know, not in a negative way, but they've become almost, you know, Stevie Lou kind of has a, he can steer it in his direction. Whereas I think you let Stevie Lou be for the week, you mean? Well, yeah, like he just, he always brings something to every show. He's got like an agenda and I'm not knocking the guy. It's his, he's like, when you get Stevie Lou, on you get stevie lou and whatever stevie lou brings with it and i think the problem like you understand this universe so you work well with ray now now yes i don't think you should be on with ray every week every day but i think they need a ray and you like once at least once a week and i think even if it is the sum up to give ray information on the dabble verse that he never understands and never but always has a comment on also stop with the comics like his two bit comics from New York. Like, I, I don't, and I'm not, you know, it's just they're not interesting and Ray rambles too much. Right. And Carlos tries to add to the show whenever he's yes. on. You know, he, when you get Ray on the Shuli Network, what they're doing over there is just trying to add to the trolling 
They're well, not, yeah, they just want trolls. Right. They're not trying to help Ray. They're just trolling Ray the entire time. And they want they want the train wreck show. Right. You know, rather than and I get it. That's what everyone loves. I get why everyone loves Ray. I do. But if you're gonna sit down and say, like, I think you steer it in a better direction, but yeah, I don't think I wanna, you know, I watch you enough every day. You you know. You well, I felt like really I was included as, with Cardiff. <laughs> I feel like um, I was inclu- included as because I am one of no, Ray's regular I guests. I've, I've probably been on his podcast more than anybody in the last five and months. And I would argue probably, if they were talking about you. I do not think they were talking I, about Yeah, you. I guarantee you Carl would have had a clip of you like messing up horrendously and ruining the show. And I don't think there's a clip out there of you and doing maybe, that. And if they are, they're wrong about that. Because you, like, I think that what his key word is they don't respect Ray. And I do believe that. And I think, you know, you respect Ray. I, I mean, I love Ray, but... Oh, I know. We used to be best friends, and you know. I now. agree. I, 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 I pretty much agree with with everything Carl said. I thought maybe he hyper focused on on Ari Jane or Ari Jane a little too much. But this idea that people take over Ray's show—that's because of Ray. Ray I, is the architect of his show. I, I won't argue when Ray that. Ray comes on there. I went on there the first probably a dozen times. There's no agenda. There's no structure. There's no outline. There's no discussion topics. And so naturally, you just start interviewing him. So I think, like, if it's not fair to blame Ari Jane for problems that Ray creates by bringing her on. Uh, the other thing, like, I when I go on Ray, right, I'm not Kevin Brennan. I'm not a comedian. I'm not funny. I just can't sit there. Like, I have... 18,000 clips and a piece of paper and I got I got a notebook you but know you keep I have, to have those some topics. type of structure yeah but it gets it gets draining though because then when you go on with Ray he doesn't want to do that he doesn't want to stick to any kind of he, he kind of throws it off and yeah I used to think that Shuli was trying to make him into a whack packer I called the show like on his first or second episode on the Shuli network and, and said they were trying to do that we all but at the same time, Ray is Ray. The train wreck that happens is not by anyone else's making other than Ray, I guess I'm trying to say. It's, it's, it can be frustrating to go on his show because essentially what it is, especially at night, and again, I'm not knocking Ray. It's just, I don't. Well, maybe that's what it anything is. You're on it, there. Is that, hold on, hold on. Is that Ray's, what is Ray's show? What's, what's, the, what's the form on a Ray show? It's a virtual dunk take. Dank. Virtual dunk tank, sorry. You pay whatever, $5, and you insult Ray. And that's the entire show. So when you're, you know, they're saying, oh, the guests take it over. What the fuck are the guests supposed to do? You're kind of just out there with your ass in the air. Yeah, but and it can, at, at the same time, don't you think? You should have that... more comedians on, less Ari Jane and me. Yeah, well. Sorry, go, go ahead, OJ. Oh, right. wait, hold on. Hold on one second. Tiger Lily, Spears' background is concerning. Life-size dolls. I'll just say quickly. Brian's a special effects makeup artist. He worked on uh, all Orange is the New Black, all the Netflix Marvel shows, a whole bunch of horror movies, uh, including Smile that I guess came out. That's kind of well. American Horror Story. Did I say that already? So he's got weird shit in the background. Sorry. So don't you think that it's a little bit of this where, okay, you know, back in school you had bullies, right? And bullies would pick on the dorky kid. And so then everybody else sees the bullies picking on the dorky kid. And then now everybody's picking on that kid because that's just the cool thing to do. I kind of think that is part of it with Ray. Yes, Ray has his quirks and is a strange guy, but I think that's what's going on there. Everybody's seeing how he's being treated by Shuli and those guys and Kevin. And, 
you know, everybody wants to join in on the pile on that. That's just what you're supposed to do. That you're supposed to tree ray like shit. There is that weird YouTube phenomenon where I do this all the time where I watch a show and I like a show and I try to copy the host. You know, I think a lot of people, when you get into chats and insulting Ray, you're inspired by a Patrick Melton. You're inspired by a Shuley or Bob Levy or by Kevin Brennan. Uh, what happens sometimes though, is like those guys are professional comedians. And, and once in a while, somebody can just be like, I hope you get cancer and die. You've, you know, or they start spelling out the N word and all that good stuff. Right. I don't know. I thought, I, I thought Carl's critique and having Ray on there, was uh you know i hate to say the word interesting because it's a cliche but it was interesting and it there was a lot of food for thought there it was uh, interesting but i don't think ray will take any like it went in the ear one ear and out the other like that's the other issue i mean again that's ray's ray i mean i get it and that's why we all watch him but and trying to I, teach a 50 year old man how to do something and you know like this guy people are usually who they are and they are not going to change so everyone getting frustrated and trying to help Ray, it's it's just a waste of time. There is some truth to that. Uh, Brian, you said, is Ray going to follow any of, the, any of the, the advice that Carl gave? I mean, one thing, I'll play another clip. Carl explicitly said, don't have Ari Jane on anymore. This is from Ray's Rock Bottom podcast on his own YouTube page. It was either the next day after they recorded that or the day it was released. I, hey, hey, what's up, everybody? What's going on? Rock Bottom Podcast. What's up? I got the lovely Ari Jane here with me. How are you, my dear? I'm doing well. I'm going to make sure that there's a long pause before I start speaking. Uh, um, Go ahead. Say how you say how you feel. <laughs> it's, it's all good. I, I can't argue with it. It's not like he was wrong. It just sucks. Like, because I could go ahead and get medicated and not have issues like that, but I don't want to be on the medicine. It just sucks to hear things about yourself that you know are true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all learned, and we learned I'm I'm a dud, and we learned that you shouldn't have me on here. I ruin your shows. So I was very surprised to get the link from you this evening. No. What are you talking about? I love having I, you on. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't ask you on the show. Like, you I sent thought, me a text, like, am I supposed to be on the show? Are you sure you want me? It's like, yes, of course I want you on the show i'm just surprised you didn't take his advice he gives very good sound professional advice he's a pro i'm just surprised you chose not to listen to him this time did i chose not what did i not listen to you tell me i'm trying did i not I, listen to how about everything ray you never listened to anybody about anything in that clip it's a one minute and 12 second clip and he's not paying attention to her she has no idea what she's talking about even though at the beginning of the clip he's like well tell me how you feel about the critique that carl laid down on you during who are these podcasts and then literally one minute and 10 seconds later he's like what are you talking about so god love you ray but uh, I, I will say, like, you know, I don't know. The other thing is Ray and Ari Jane, like, there's obviously some chemistry there, right? Ari Jane, they, Ray should buy her a, a, a better microphone so she can be heard, you know, because she's got that whatever she's doing there. But, like, as somebody who goes on Ray's podcast, that's a hard thing. Like, Stevie Lou took some shrapnel from Carl as well. But I don't go on when Ari Jane and Ray are together because they're, you know, it's like, it's like they're going on a date, you know? And then it's like of the fat guy up in the corner who wants to play clips and get Ray to react about Gino Pisconti screaming at him or Ray Goots allegedly saying, uh, I'm mad at you because you got to my house early. 
But I don't know. One last clip I have. The other thing going on in the Ray DeVito world, and I didn't see M- MLC. For all I know, Ray went on a killing spree and, and, and whatever. But uh, Ari Jane is starting her own podcast. This is a clip, I think, earlier today or, to- or yesterday from Drunk on Cringe. Uh, about right. the super chat. It's a new hey. topic. It's important information, I should tell you. Dr. Chow, the mega G. Hey, good, AJ. You should start a show. So uh, I am. What's your with, show? With Dr. Chow. <laughs> <laughs> it's called What's Good. And all of it is good. Every single, we're going to blow unicorn farts right up everybody's ear holes. <laughs> it's going to be so good. <laughs> And none you, of this, you know, you know, I can't associate, you know, I can't, I like Dr. Chow, but I can't associate with him at all. You're because, not invited. <laughs> yeah. It's teasing. Of course you're invited. Ke- yes, you Kevin Brennan would fucking lose his shit. Well, I'm doing it for Kevin. <laughs> God, Jesus. He tried to fucking, he implied that Kevin was doing something highly illegal, which he's not. But just the fact that he like tried to incriminate him and I'm part of that show. Like I'm part of that show. So like I can't Kevin's mad that I just went on fucking BYB podcast. He's mad at me because I went on that knowing that they were gonna have that headband guy on. And, and I then, have never and then you jump on and you're hanging out with him for an hour, like, hey, what's up? I know the guy you hate most in the world is one of my good friends. What's going on with you? Yeah, it was on purpose. <laughs> it was on purpose. Uh, um, and it was prove a point because um my personal stance is i i want to hear it all um i'm not gonna believe in the garbage <laughs> yes and i'm not gonna believe it all necessarily okay but i i want to prove that it's possible to hear all this and everybody's got their freaking luck and everybody's got this against this person that against that person that person's worse than me i'm better than this person so you gotta hate that person because i hate that person you can't play with him on the playground you can't say hi or shake that guy's hand because you know he whatever it's like being in the middle of all that and i think it happens with the listener sometimes we feel like whoa like we're caught between mom and dad like we're afraid to say oh i like his show too oh what you do you fucking suck like it's just like it's a shitty position honestly but when people are horrible people and do illegal things and try to get people thrown in jail just for entertainment that's i didn't go on there to become gino biscani's best friend and i think we all saw that i yes i can't watch anything that that human being does uh uncle stokely who's a good guy god so gross there there's a lot uh in that clip you got ray uh, you know of course bending the knee to to brennan uh, like his loyalty to brennan is just unmatched and then you have what what carl and his guests were talking about is there's no format to ray although they didn't i mean i hang it on ray since there's no format, you have Ari doing her own podcast on Ray's show. That's maybe it's about self-help. I mean, I'm interested to see what she does uh, with Dr. Chow. I, I like Dr. Chow, but I mean, the way she sprung it on him there. Does anybody have thoughts about that, OJ? Uh, yeah, I think Chow was moving backwards. I was, you know, uh, becoming a fan of Dr. Chow. And um, yeah, I don't know what the hell this guy's thinking. Why? <laughs> Um, Ari Jane, I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I spoke with Ari and I hashed out 
stuff with her. You know, I, I promised I, it, because of Jake, I said, you know, I wouldn't trash her anymore. But uh, yeah, she's a. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not liking her vibe. I don't know why she's here in our universe. I don't know what she's doing here. I don't know why she said that she didn't want to be a celebrity. And then the following week from there, she's done virtually every show. Um, I, I just don't get Ari Jane. What is the purpose of Ari Jane? Brian, do you watch uh, the Ari Jane Ray show? Uh, I watch some of it. I I'm sort of uh, I zoned out on her explanation just ten minutes five right. seconds ago. So I, listen, I think she's adorable. I just think listen, we all keep saying how simple Ray is, or or he's a uh, you know he's got us all fooled and playing us. But I think the guy's in love with this girl, and we're watching this guy fall in love, and she's flirting with everyone else. Like he's gonna go nuts. Like like I'm wa I'm waiting for Ray to break. I love when Ray goes nuts. But I do think whatever this like, Ari Jane might be, maybe not even intentionally playing him. But I, I think that say, guy is in love with her. You just you you pointed that out, and it made me think like a hundred years ago when I was capable of of feeling love. How when you like meet a girl, anything she says is funny yeah. and all that, and all like <laughs> to do that on a stream for two hours but every that's night the problem. while I'm collecting watching... money for people to insult you is a, is I guess it's great. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, it's but I mean I find it a little like it's a little too. I don't know. This is where real world stuff like kind of collides. And it's right. like, I just don't want to see the guy get hurt. And maybe that makes me a Piazza. But I just think like there it's like everyone's trying to look out for Ray. Yeah. yeah and also like, you know, I mean, the only time I find Bob Levy funny is is when he's the disgusting old man because it creeps me out. <laughs> and it's you? like, just shut up. Like, just shut up. Like when he talks about oh, like, uh, Ray, just uh, bend her over to sink. <laughs> But like, you don't like the Bob Levy, Jim Florentine road stories in no, Canada and the all. strippers. It is the most vile, on, disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> ugh, that it's like shoe leather. Um, but anyways, he's just uh, I that, that that's my point. Like I just he's in love with this girl, and I don't know where she's at in her life, and she's having fun because every dude's paying giving her attention, and yeah. you know, like she's the spotlight wherever she goes. I don't know if it's a good thing. Also, I don't know if she'll be able to handle like some of this that goes on, you know, in these chats and all that. This whole other realm of the dabbler, rather than just being a listener. I now think she is. She, I think I should. I think she's. She's now proven that she can definitely handle it. She's doing live oh, streams right. with, with uh, know, Pat Dixon for like nineteen hours. I'm sorry, I've been person. ignoring the chat. I apologize profusely. Tampalytic converters five. I don't know what that is monetary something pounds. or other who said what pounds i believe okay rock bottom podcast tonight at 9 30 with doc after ray <laughs> after ray gets jacked at the gym that's pretty cool nasty al the famous nasty al who oh wow who was a witness who who, who bore witness to chad's stand-up comedy i think on the florida panhandle a few uh, weeks back Thank you very much for the $49.99, Nasty Al. Very much appreciated. I'm here for OJ. So am I. But a big fan of Carlos Danger. Very much appreciate that. First time, long time. Thank you, Nasty uh, Al. You're the man. I do have, what am I in now? I'm going to live things. Let me see if we missed anything. Well, let me play one more Ray thing, and then I'll go through some chats. Yeah, and then another, we'll move uh, on. Super chat. I just, 
I just did them both. It says we have two up there. Oh, we have three. Okay. All right. The uh, famous vaping Dago, $50. Thank you very much. It was cringe listening to her. Yeah. I, I mean, I, Ari Jane is great. She's nice. She's sweet. She's intelligent. Uh, she's brand new to podcasting and she's learning to podcast. Is First she? of all, race stream, which isn't the best place to, you know, to, she's just, the training wheels are now off. So give her time, I guess I'm trying to say. But thank you, uh, Tampolitic Converters, Nasty Al, and Vaping Dago for your support. All right, so. Thank you, Dago. You dirty wop. <laughs> you saw in there in that clip that Ray mentions going on the BYB podcast earlier this week, which which to me was talk about like self-owned or, or, or forced errors. Like he, what was he thinking? Like he's, he's been on that podcast before. Certainly. Right. It's connected to Stevie Lou. Okay. So those are the positives, but he knows that that podcast is strongly aligned with Gino Bisconti and, and, and it is what it is. I'm not casting aspersions on BYB or Gino Bisconti, but Gino Bisconti talks about Ray all the time and Ray basically ducks him all the time. He did apologize to G Gino Bisconti on win by two months ago, but uh, Gino didn't accept it. And then Ray sort of backtracked on that apology. You just think at the end of the day, you could not guess or expect that they were going to invite Gino onto that broadcast. It just blew my mind that Ray went on there. So I could understand because uh, KB has a history with that podcast. I, I could understand why KB would be pissed when one of his loyal soldiers does that. Here's a quick clip. It's a minute and 44 of Ray talking uh, to Gino Bisconti's girlfriend, Keanu. Does, what's, does anyone know her last name? I apologize. I, I, should, I should know that, but I don't. Keanu Thompson? I think so. I have no idea who she even is. That sounds right, Carl. This will be my first time seeing her. Her brother's a horror writer, by the way. I, okay. He might do freelance for Fango. Ryan, special effects. Well, then I then I definitely don't know him because I haven't read. <laughs> no, you're not you're not big into Fangoria anymore. Not uh, anymore. Here, here we go. I need the view over here. Okay. Well, you right. on the phone. Yes. You I got this right. You got this right. I gave you out Rock's number because I really needed the money. Do you recall that? Yeah, but I just showed you proof that Queen is the only number I gave out. I gave out. I thought I it was Rock's number two. Yeah, you well, did say two numbers, right? And then there's I'm not a lawyer uh, or anything, but this is not in the court of law. And I listen, Ray, I've always been nice to you. There's a whole all right, but I'm, all right. Well, then tell your boyfriend to quit being a dick to me. But I gotta jump okay, off. I gotta I, do my I show, have no but, control over him, but me. That's all right. But I did know. not give out your fucking number, and I told you I didn't. So well, you said yeah, he like said that. to give out these numbers, and you said mine was one of them. No, no, and then I did not. That's a fucking lie. I just said it was Iraq and Kumia. Yeah, you you said You're I gave out your number. On what you said, Kevin, my story is never talk changed. to Kevin. Are you know you don't know watch this? Kevin Brennan. Kevin Brennan never said give out Keanu's number. He said Iraq and Kumia. Those so are the only two people he fucking said. So immediately then. Why'd you call me and you say, texted well, me because you texted me. I was getting calls. Oh, I still do. You texted, oh, I said it was four people. I said the first four people that texted or called me because your boyfriend gave up my phone number. Oh, Those wait, are the wait, only wait, people wait. that got So I thought it was supposed to be E-Rock, Kumia. No, you're, you're, you're fucking not two. listening. No, that's Whoa. it. I said only the four people, the first four. The first. All right. 
mute her for a second. The first four people that contacted me. What he says, mute her. I mean, hey, that's shout out to Quad Father for a compelling broadcast. There. Shout you out to it. Ray for standing up for himself because oh, I, that's I, right. you were in the chat. I was you in. Yeah, I was in that chat, and I felt like, again, what a surprise. Everybody's ganging up on Ray, but I thought that Ray was making good points, and I thought that he actually won the argument. He called out all of her bullshit, but they, they again, you know, Ray, Ray is Ray. Nobody wants to hear what he has to say, so Ray, according to everyone, is a liar, and they're right, And but that's not how. I think she got confused when Ray said that he gave out uh, the number to four people in her mind that became – four people including herself he doesn't he didn't he didn't give out her number i believe ray uh, another person they had mentioned was gino's brother ray doesn't have gino's brother's phone number so they're just trying to pile on ray and i, I, I i'm not a fan of the canoe at all i i would like to i i, I think that canoe and gino are perfect for each other i felt i mean i didn't set up that clip uh, in terms of explaining the backstory of that feud between gino <laughs> and Ray, and now Gino, Ray, Keanu. What that feud, I'll tell you what that feud boils down to. That Insanity. That is, it's all just, it's the it's least Gino, interesting, but Gino, hottest. Gino is jealous of Ray because he can't believe that the genius comedian that Gino Bascante is, isn't getting the attention that Ray is getting. Ray, everybody is talking about Ray. Whether they're for the right or wrong reasons, Ray is, he's, he's, he's popular. He's hot right now. And Bascante is jealous of that. Total jealousy. I have over the years moderated debates between people running for mayor in, in municipalities or cities, right? You know, you, you do the whole outline. I will I will offer if Gino and Ray want to come on this broadcast, we can have time limits, we can agree on a format, uh, you know, no crosstalk. We could make it happen and and maybe Good hash luck. this out. Maybe, maybe come to well, I mean, the great thing about StreamYard is you mute. If you go over your time, you get a bell. You know, you you just have to accept the fact that your mic will be turned off if you go over. Well, if, if anybody if, could pull if, that if Mayor off, Mayor Koch could do it. You. Yeah, you could. Mayor Giuliani did it. Give it a Nothing. shot. I'd love to see you try. B Dabbler, thank you very much for the dollar ninety nine. You have twenty more than Opie. What world do we live in? <laughs> that is crazy. Who would have ever thought? Sir Vosa for $2. Carlos with a mustache is early Christmas. Yeah, no no mustache rides. I like uh, Cardiff threw that out on a stream I was on the other day. And now every time I'm in a chat, people are asking how much for must mustache rides. Isaac Walmart, $10. Shout out to OJ for sticking up for Ray while everyone else was piling on. Yeah, you were, you were definitely, uh, is vociferous a word? In that chat, you were you were definitely persistent. You you were sticking up with uh, two Ray. I just call uh, it like I see it. You know, Ray Ray is Ray, a Ray, I mean. Ray is a Raytard. We know that it's easy to pick on somebody like Ray, but you know, sometimes even Raytards are right. Yeah, I don't even know where I stand in the whole Ray Gino thing. I do think uh, at the genesis of it, Gino might have a uh, reason to feel the way he does, but the fact that it's still a thing. I mean, maybe it's good for his show, though. Maybe that's what the, his audience wants. So you can't uh, deny him that. All right, going back. Kay says, the answer is not to take all this so seriously. Yeah, I'd rather be concerned about shit going on here than in real life and, and politics. 
Uh, Jeff Closer says, OJ, not a fan. I think he was talking about, oh, you're not a fan of Ari Jane. We're way behind. Sorry. Dr. Chow, she's a baddie talking about AJ. Aping Dago saying she's used Ray. Uh, drunk on Cringe, the great Drunk on Cringe. She is eye candy. Logging Road King, I just like her with Ray. Yeah, they definitely have chemistry together. Tampalytic Converters, OJ is not a big fan on women. Oh, that is not true. I love women. <laughs> my wife uh, said the same. I was going through some of this with my wife, believe it or not. And she says that I, I just, because I was like, I was like, you know, there are girls at Rod in a, a DabbleCon. No girls in the Dabbleverse. And my wife got pissed. Uh, vaping Dago. Oh, we got, we got all kinds of stuff. Oh, Miles McGooby, Aries Two-Face, Chow's Balls Never Dropped, 80-Year-Old Man Who Never Hit Puberty. <laughs> Tiger Lily, it's the Dabbler Adjacent Podcast have been filled by the residents of a trailer park. It's like the Dabbler Adjacent Podcast have been filled by the residents of a trailer park in West Virginia. Although I'm sweating like a pig in my basement, so. Michaela, she's the love interest. Yeah, it's like a Sam and Dan from Cheers thing going on there, right? OJ, 100% right on AJ. So AJ might be having some uh, publicity problems, according to our chat and what OJ said and what I said to a certain extent. Brian, he'll already witness her get married. He already witnessed her get married, so he'll be fine. So we'll be fine. <laughs> Tubby slash Tommy, everything they say is funny, partly because they believe it. It makes sense to them. That's the funny part. Uh, let's see. I think I have uh, Jeff Closer for $9.99. Thank you very much. He says, good show, guys. Dave Dalafour. Dave Dalafour. Can you say it, OJ? Dave Daffler, $99.99. Thanks to Obnoxious John. I'm going to read this right. Thanks to Obnoxious John and everyone here for making today easier. Yes, our our good friend and beloved Chatter. He, he lost his uh, pet bird, the, the superstar P, um, yesterday, and uh, it's been... A, been tough for him any animal lovers out there you know when you have a pet you know that you're very it's it's like you're losing a family member so we're here for you dave uh condolences dave i'm really sorry to hear that is that the 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 bird that's pictured in his uh profile yeah, it, picture yes that's, that's oh man yeah. i'm sorry he, to hear that. and he was the uh you know the birds are a big thing on the shuli network and he was the the start of all that the, the birds he was the first big bird Oh, okay, good. Well, hang in there, Dave. Condolences. Soft 17, $2. Oh, this is a good question. Who used Ray more, Aerie or Elise? Or are we all, are we just a bunch of uh, women hating uh, whatever? Are we, is this the women hating club? Does anybody, I, I don't know if, I don't know. I thought Elise for a little bit because she was like, kind well, see, of Elise is an actual comedian, you know, so. You think she I has more know. of a place? I think so. Uh, let's see. This is La Levi Grande, $2. Do you, do you still consider yourself a Holocaust denier? Uh, I don't know who the you is in that. I'm, I'm certainly not. I don't think Brian is. OJ? No, I'm not a denier. I, in fact, I'm offended by the fact you didn't capitalize the H in Holocaust. That's how much I believe that that absolutely happened. Beloved Chatter, $5. Hey, Beloved Chatter, what's up? A reasonable man with a reasonable podcast at a reasonable hour. Very reasonable, Carlos. Yeah, I'm as boring as they come, man. All right, so uh, I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. let's see what else is going in there. I'm so, wow, I missed so many chats. I apologize. I can't go through all these. Uh, let me get to the bottom there to see what people are saying. 
I'm no, I'm no Patrick Melton. By the way, Patrick Melton, by the end of this broadcast, we're going to talk about uh, the Joke Man documentary. By the end of the podcast, I don't know if I said this at the beginning because we started twice. We have to decide on a dabbler of the week. I will tell you right now, mine is Patrick Melton. He, he doesn't, he's not a dabbler, but I'm going to consider himself an honorary dabbler. And the term means more than just the stuttering John world. Tubby, Jake announced a new segment. Uh, Jake announced a new segment. Trust Jake. Super, super chat of him $5,200. Then he'll send it back. That is a good, that is a good scam. Right. Everyone says, you know, Chow was saying on Ray's podcast weeks ago, the money laundering scheme is Kevin Brennan, but clearly it's Stevie Lou. Stevie Lou going around and getting bought off. Yeah, right. like 200, 500 bucks just to get Stevie, get rid of Stevie Lou. I told him uh, I can't have him on anymore because I can't, I'm not going to be fronting that money nonstop. <laughs> Drunk on cringe. I think for someone to use you, you must offer people to use you. Okay, that's a good point and a philosophical point, I guess, to some extent. Dr. Chow Melton is crushed. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. Let me go back here. All right. That was uh, this week in Ray. You know, I love Ray DeVito but I just wanted to address those things. They've been eaten away at me uh, a little and watch Ray's stream when he goes on later tonight, of course. Peter Gurner asks Spears a question. He's good at that shit. Well, Pete, the you asked him a question. You're the chatter. But I think the only way we can answer a question from Pete Gurner is if he pays $5. Is that right, Brian? Sure. Wait, Deadpool forty nine ninety nine. This just—I don't even want to read this because it'll be clipped and sent to my job. This just in. Carlos Danger admits he's a Holocaust supporter. No, no, that's not true at all. And I just ran it through my head. Not true at all. So, all right, John or OJ, you got those chats? Can I uh, go into the clips? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, we're all we're all caught. Feel free, feel free to. Sh- Throw them up there if sure. you like. Joke man. The long anticipated Jackie Martling documentary was released this week. It's available rental or for purchase through Apple TV or through Amazon Prime. It is directed by Ian Carr, who was the co-host for many years of Jackie's Joke Hunt on Sirius Satellite Radio. Of course, the cast includes. Jackie Martling, Anthony Cumia, Steve Grillo, I'm just reading IMDb, Penn Gillette, Artie Lang, Willie Nelson, and Sean Young. Uh, Sean Young, I think of out of all those, Sean Young was the most surprising. And I know, Brian, you're a guy that works in movies and TV. I don't know how it's much- a movie would... with Sean Young. What's the name of the movie? Oh, if I was going to say negative things, I don't know if I want to say anything. Okay, like don't say had, the name of the movie. But how we had to hide that, all the liquor in the uh, the in the location before she got there. So she's got some uh, uh, peculiarities. She's a fun lady. She's a fun lady. So, all right, and yeah, she hangs out with Jackie the Joke Man, uh, Miles Magooby. OJ, did you fuck my sister in 1998? You might be the father of my nephew. Uh, it's always a possibility. People are out of hand with your your Holocaust stuff. Uh. Yeah, so anyway, so that's the whole thing, right? So I I think uh in general, well, well, Brian, you just watched it or you're almost done. So you're it's fresh in your mind. Do you want to share a couple of random thoughts real quickly? And this isn't gonna be a long broadcast. What are we? We've been on for 47 minutes. We we, we can wrap this up pretty quick. 
Uh, but what were your what were your impressions of it as a, as an old school Howard Stern All fan, right. as a guy who still watches Howard Stern? I just want to put your qualifications out there. Uh, you're not on the internet. You're not like uh, in subreddits talking about no. Howard Stern. You don't have an archive of the show anywhere, no. but no. you listen and you're a fan. Yes, and I do think Jackie's era is probably the last time where like the Howard Stern character, like Howard was probably the last time he was like a real dude. Like that, the Jackie, as they went to, as they followed that rise to fame, you know, the last years of Jackie, you know, Stern wasn't relatable anymore. Um, I found the, the, the documentary very refreshing. It was very nice to sit back and just watch Jackie. I will say this. It, it's a little too self-produced for me. Uh, it's a little, you know, it's missing Howard Stern. And that's a spoiler. Huge- oh, <laughs> I forgot to say, spoiler alerts, people. Spoiler I mean, alerts. A, I mean, listen, I think it, the minute you see the opening reel, you'll know Howard's not in this documentary, but it's not giving anything away, and it's not. So it's the one thing that is desperately missing, and also maybe, like, I'd rather see an OJ or a Cardiff or or a B. Dabbler do this. It's somebody in that world that might oh, be a little, have a little bit more of a critique. It was fun watching Jackie. I mean, it reminds me of the old days. The reason I fell in love with the Howard Stern show was, you know, and I didn't even know what Jackie did at the time. You know what I mean? It was, right, I like that they called him the junk, drunk cheapskate. Like that was what was great. You know, Jackie oh, felt, you love chatter that. says it's been in the news that Howard wasn't in it. So I apologize. Cause I thought I, I was on Bedabbler and with OJ and Cardiff the other day. And some people were saying spoilers. Cause we were, everyone wanted to know if Howard was in it. It's, but, all it's, right. And listen, there's not one story in there that I didn't find uh, that like was a revelation to me. The revelation to me was finally seeing him do the gymnastics, seeing some of the jokes, just like, but it's Jackie being Jack. I mean, it's just, it's, and, and it's what's weird in this whole new dabble verse. I don't like the stern guys. Like, I don't understand you guys are all you weirdos with your stunning John fantastic. Like, oh, he farted today. Oh, he burped. He did this. I don't get all that. Like Stern John was you always an put yourself above everybody else. Well, I am. I'm not like in these subreddits, like deep down. And I, the Stern guys, when they leave the show, they're dead to me. So when they're not on the show, it's like, all right, I, I, I can always relive them. And I listen to Jackie stuff all the time. Like I, I love Jackie. And it, so, but it's nice to see him, but it's also like, there's that party's walking on the beach. And it looks like, you know, they always made fun of that beach being so rocky. It, like, it looked like it was in pain walking. It's either that or he's just really old. And that's the I think scary part. I think it was both. Yeah, he was walking on a really rocky beach in Long Island. And he's he's getting up there. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, to piggyback off what you're saying, yeah, there's nothing new in this documentary. It's all stories. Even like somebody like me, who is a more casual Stern fan than you, you know, I haven't listened in years, and I'm I, I don't I don't have a photographic memory of everything that happened, you know. I'm just, but it, all the stories that I was even aware of, you know, it's not like in terms of the the negatives, right? This is not a boundary pushing HBO type documentary. Beloved Chatter says Spears is an actual hellish nightmare room instead of a virtual subreddit one. Yeah, there's a lot. I I grew up two houses from Spears. This is just one uh, room. You should see all the other ones. This is yeah, nothing. Like this is the kilns, junk room. a lot of chemicals, 
Uh, he'll have nude models come over because he's always has he always has to take plaster. Is it plaster caster? That's not what it is. I mean, it's more boobs. or less the same thing. We take a there's always you know, random boobs in Spears's place. Uh, G Rob SJ doesn't just burp and fart. He drools and snots. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Point. But guess what? See, but, the thing about Sterling John, Sterling John is the exact same guy that he was when he was on the show. But he's just here's the thing, Brian. Older. But when you when you watch his, I, I get what you're saying because he was like my childhood hero. But, but he also you watch, was an idiot. Like he he always claimed over like but hey, there was something Robin I kissed viable. He kissed me. I can beat Marco Battaglia in a foot. If you race. watch his stream now, it's impossible to like him. Unfortunately. Oh, no, it isn't. It's awesome. I'm on KB's team. Starting John for the win, man. Starting John is awesome now because he knows you guys are all watching him. I freaking think he's hilarious. I think he's better than ever right now. <laughs> I think he's I, over. I, I'm I, over I him. I'm over him, but I think he's freaking. Where's Shuli? I sent Shuli the invite. I thought we Thank had Shuli in here. Because guess who's? The I thought Shuli could. We could. Me. We we could broker peace between OJ and Shuli. Instead, you guys are just all pro the buffoon stuttering Johnny's more buffoonish than ever. But anyway, it's not a groundbreaking documentary. It's not epic in its scope. Uh, there's no flair like animation uh, that we see in so many other documentaries now like on, on on netflix and all that shit and or hbo as i mentioned it's definitely low budget i'm reading from my notes uh it's made by jackie's friend ian carr as i noted brian hinted to this too this too uh but it's not a complete ego stroke no you know what i mean it's not like the uh, what was it kevin hart has a netflix produced documentary on, on himself and it's it's the worst shit ever. Jim Carrey, that Andy Kaufman thing, how he got yeah. into character to make uh, the Milo, Milos Foreman movie, Man on the Moon. It's, that shit's unwatchable. Like As much as it is made by one of Jackie's friends and it's Jackie friendly, there is an air of, of honesty to it. So it's, it's like Brian said, it's very much like a warm blanket. You know, if you're, yeah, like if you're, you're a just, Howard Stern fan, I don't see how you can, an old Howard Stern fan, I don't know how you can not like this. It's very much a companion piece. And I think it was by design. It's this book, though, like Jackie, I mean, you want him to bash Stern. You want the drama in here. And I think what this documentary proves, he's just a class act. He's not going to take a shit on Howard Stern as much as I think a lot of people want him to he just he's not going to go the stuttering john route he's not going to do what Artie lang did before he uh you yes, know yes before he sobered, sobered up, up. for the also, periods if that howard he did stern was a real man he would have gave him two minutes he would have gave him a quote like that's it, it and, does, and, and it i don't sucks. blame jack i'm sure jackie asked in he, some no, way, yeah well you'll you'll see you'll see because you got 15 okay. minutes to go uh and it's basically that's like you know i get it and it's so jackie Come hell or high water, he wanted his story out there, and I, I found it very well, refreshing. It's just, it, I just want Jackie's laugh. If you if if you can't enjoy Jackie's laugh for an hour and fifteen minutes, why are we all here? I mean, it's I, a short documentary you know, too. It's not yeah, like it, it goes on. Yeah, uh, it's and it's sort of a, a bird's eye view of his entire life. And like you were just saying, I think the goal of this documentary it's for it's for Jackie to have something on the record that secures his legacy. You know, yes. it, it makes basically two points. There's two main points. There's two main themes that I thought of from this documentary. Jackie's led a weird life, right? He was a gymnast. Yeah. His family goes back on he's Long Island for a million years. He's a hippie, but he's also principled and honest, yeah. right? Like that's and he's his, a damn good business guy. Like he's a good, yeah. all that stuff. Like they just have those like a career path. 
You email him tonight, he'll get back to you. Yeah. He's still sending out joke land crap. Like he's definitely, he's a man of habit. He's a man of principle uh, and he's a good guy. And I think there's parts of the documentary where they talk about how everybody thought he was a drunk and a cheapskate. And that seemed to follow him after he left the show. And now that he's an older gentleman, it seems to bother him a little bit. And he wanted to get on the record that actually he's okay. Second thing, and I think this is definitely the, the whole purpose of the documentary, and I'm being Captain Obvious, he wants on the record that he was an important asset to the Howard Stern show. You know, he, of course, referred, it was like the Beatles, you know, he was the Ringo star uh, in his mind. And that's really the, the two factors, the two, the two themes of this documentary. So if you're into that, give it a shot. Locking Road King, Howard and the gang goofing on Jackie was hilarious. Absolutely. Uh, I miss Jackie. I thank God for YouTube. You can go back and, and watch all that. Thank God for the Howard Stern subreddit where people post all the old stuff and it all holds up. I'm being a fangirl, but whatever. All right. So I got a couple of clips. These are all really short and then we'll call it a night, right? Cause we got, uh, I mean, the backyard boys are coming on at 8 PM if you're into that. And then Chris Abel's replays replayables is coming up at 9 PM. And then Ray either comes on at nine or 10 PM. So I don't want to overstay my welcome. Now these are audio clips because I couldn't figure out how to actually clip the movie because I'm a moron and they were like copyright protection things and it showed up on a blank screen and I couldn't get it to work. So I had, this is a workaround. This is just quick. It's already talking about Jackie for half a second and then stuttering John. That laugh brings me back to so many wonderful times in my life. Here's some Jackie laughs for you. <laughs> Miles, Miles Mugubi, I'll be right over, right? So, hey, look, John actually, John's in this documentary quite often. He comes across okay, right? What were your impressions of John in the documentary? He has a really good quote in there. I forget now what it was. Uh, I think I, I, think I play it. Okay, because it, it, it makes a it. really good point. Like, I was like, whoa, certain John sounds intelligent. This was also a couple of years ago because John looks good for right. John. Although, I mean, look like, like OJ right some, there. You know what I mean? He's got some weird, looks, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got some weird facial hair uh, going on. Here is John just bragging. I was the guy that was going to get the stories and bring them up on the air. John, I think, would hang out with Jackie on the weekend just to get airtime the next day. I think a lot of the reason some Stern fans get mad at me for leaving is because that, you know, they didn't have that inside guy that would 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 have no fear in busting Jackie, Fred, Gary, you know, even Howard's bowl. Like that, to me, was the best part of the show was the inner soap opera, the, all the squabbling. I could give a shit about the strippers. I can care about the celebrity interviews for the most part. To me, the best part of the show was all of us busting each other's balls. That That's was the, the clip, line. right? Yeah, that, yeah, it was not it. that whole clip because he yeah, the grandiose beginning of that. It was yeah. just a, it was the best part of the show was busting the balls. And I don't I think and all of us here right now were into that more than we were into like let's throw baloney at the girl's butt. And he was the he was the king of stirring up shit. But yeah, in that quick clip of less than a minute of 44 seconds, John makes good points, right? Yeah, it was definitely the back office radio stuff, as I said, a hundred times, right? Better than the celebrity interviews, better than throwing baloney at some chick's uh, twat. But 
He says, I think people get mad at me for leaving because like he can't help but do that narcissistic overthinking and, and the and the the the, the self-importance, you know, John always making it about him. Yes, Josie Wells, thank you for crystallizing my thoughts perfectly. YouTube user, $20. I found it interesting that Stern, Robin, Gary, and even Fred no longer talk to him as per Jackie. And right. how about Scott DePace being candid about Stern? All Stern cares about is himself. Brian, what say you? Most of that, but uh, the one guy that I'll say that it's more the Gary. Fred didn't like him by the end of the show. Fred and Robin were over Jackie because of the whole contract negotiation. They just felt he should. Sorry. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that Robin was probably the main reason why Jackie couldn't come back. I think uh, I, I do believe Howard would have probably brought Jackie back, but after he was Even gone, the joke man show or whatever, you know. Yeah. Go ahead, Listen, also Howard. Oh, that's the beauty of Howard. When you leave the show, you're dead. That's why Howard's good. And you follow him blindly. You yeah. can't respect. You have no respect for Shuli only because he's not on the show anymore. Well, not that, that he's done anything. You know, I've heard his comedy. Uh, all right. Uh, the last two clips, and they're only a minute each. It talks about basically uh, Jackie's demise on the show, which we all know about. But I highly recommend people watch this documentary. I mean, for six bucks, and it's an hour and 15 no, minutes. No, it's really, totally worth it. You can't go totally. wrong. Here's uh, This is called Team Effort. I, I don't remember what it is, but I titled it Team Effort. Jackie felt that the show was uh, a team effort. And I, I'm not sure that Howard always sees it that way. Um, that's going to get me in trouble. That's Scott DePace. I don't know if I put that in there. I got to start it again. Jackie felt that the show was uh, a team effort. And I, I, I'm not sure that Howard always sees it that way. Um, that's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> Howard's been known that there wasn't a lot of sharing of the good things that came out of such a team effort. Um, and, and that seemed to be something that Jackie wasn't happy with. He would have liked to have been rewarded a little more for his part. The abuse that you get from Howard, the, the lack of acknowledgement for the hard work and the jokes that you're writing, I think at some point that takes a toll. It's the empire he built, you know, but you, I mean, you can fall under the weight of your own hype. Like in other words, if you start destroying the, the support beams, it'll show. It's toxic, man. It's toxic. They have this corporate mentality. Hold on a second, guy. All right, listen. Rillo's the best. Like, let's bash Stern, but all those guys were at the apex of their career, the highest level of their careers on the Howard Stern show. So everyone that's saying, like, oh, he it's called the Howard Stern show. Of course he... I mean, I found it fascinating when Joe Piscopo said, you were under the table and you were just handing up the jokes so no one knew you were writing for Howard. But hey, how many people didn't know Robin was black? You know what I mean? Like back that was the, day, the show. Yeah. Like back in the day, you didn't understand how all of this worked. But you know, I mean, sure, yeah, Howard is an egomaniac, but that's what that's what made the show great for so many years. And OJ, were you uh I know everybody always uh asks this question, but I'll do it anyway. Were you a Jackie guy or an Artie guy? Yeah, where did we talk? We talked about this actually on uh, when I think we with Cardiff, Casey Armstrong show. Oh, okay. I was I was an arty guy. 
Yeah, so was I. But like watching this uh, documentary, uh, I think I, maybe that's it's another good. reason he did it. People forget how good Artie he was, was great. It's hard to listen to Artie now. Like Although the he's art, great like you, in this doc. He, he, I mean, no, I no, he's great. Film, what I mean yeah, is, he's so it's hard gracious. to go back and listen to some of the great Artie stuff, knowing like his life was just you know out of control. Like I, I find that a little upsetting now. Like he was just a full on junkie. I do want to. There's a comment from Mike Sexton. Yeah, I still listen to the show. YouTube user ten dollars. That's my point. I am surprised Spears is such a fanboy. We'll discuss further one day. Talk soon. All right, so the last clip I'll play, it's called uh, Jackie's Demise. And but uh, I, I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta go say, though, oh, I, sorry. I, I did I did like Jackie a lot. It, 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 it is hard to say which era was the best one. It's just Artie was my personal favorite era. That's all. But Jackie was fucking great. And Spears mentioned it earlier. How could Jackie's laugh, that iconic laugh, that you hear that laugh and you you would laugh even if it was the dumbest unfunny joke told or on the, the air. worst or the worst news story just to have Jackie laugh at a bunch of kids burning in a building a child <laughs> death yeah it's so funny yeah Mondo Creepy says this will all be covered next week on the Channel Noine show that's right Mondo Creepy go to Mondo Creepy on YouTube might be Mondo Creepy TV I don't understand it's a friend of the show Matt Masto and a friend of real life uh, is. He's a, he's a skilled video editor, production guy, and he's going to be doing uh, something with the Channel 9 show. And I think the long-term plan, I, I, I think we can say this, he's going to revisit a bunch of shows that were on WWOR back in the day. I think, you know, and then, and like if you're from the tri-state area, it was right, Richard Bay, Morton Downey, uh, I can't remember, Steampipe Alley, right? Those are all. Those back in the day. Tubby's find, a Jackie guy. Go find Mondo Creepy. I, I'm very excited. So if you uh, if you guys are a fan of this universe, go find Mondo Creepy. That's all good stuff. Yeah. And OJ, you should go on. Uh, Mondo Creepy, it's hard to look at Artie now. Yeah. Logging King Road. Jackie and Artie had different roles. Artie had a much more vocal role. I love yeah. them both. Yeah. That's also, really the show was well so said. different. Good the point. show was so different. Like, there was some, like, if you go back and listen to the Jackie years, they're great. Because they're they are they're talking about their home lives. Yeah. You know, it's not I, yeah, like and, having and, dinner and, and, and now that I'm an anymore. old man, like married with kids, it's even like oh I'm like, oh god, that resonates so much. Oh yeah, I gotta chase the guy. You know, like around. those oh, barbecues, like hell. those barbecues that they or Jackie would throw and you would hear about that. That was three days of talking about that on the show. <laughs> the shrimp in the garbage can. Yeah, the crab, right? The Lobsters crab. in a garbage Lobster. can. Yeah, that's what they're right. You know, uh, Nancy not making that she made corn on the cob at, at midnight. There was no other, you know, they hadn't even start cooking the food yet. And Nancy's in this documentary the yeah. most, it felt like, out of all the talking heads. YouTube user $10. Will this now be Fridays or will you still be doing Sundays? I don't know. It depends on how many people are shot, arrested, or sentenced to jail where I live and what's going on. Mondo Creepy, the first five years of the show on Sirius with Artie was as good as anything in the history of the Stern show. Yeah. This comes from a guy that listens to Ron and Fez. Again, they were great. Both both were great in their own way. Jackie with with his with the jokes and everything he gave to Stern and how he helped that show um, with all of his comedy. And yeah, uh, who who mentioned that earlier? And Artie was more of you know a talkative character. Beloved Chatter hits it right here. This, this is interesting. This is it. This is it. Beloved because Chatter says, "I was a fan of Jackie's more innocent hijinks in my teens and early twenties." Artie hit perfectly 
as I became a miserable adult. Yeah, Read that for our audio-only listeners, all 10 of you. That is exactly it because, you know, I grew up on Stern, so it was like that youthful period with Jackie, and it was. They couldn't do anything. It was all innuendos, and it was that laugh, guys. It was the laugh. Yeah. Laughing at his own jokes. Come on. Yeah, That's somebody awesome. earlier, somebody earlier, I don't I think it was Catalyst or Tampalytic Converters said, uh, I think he was asking you, who do you like more? Which sound do you like more? Which laugh do you like more? Jackie's or Billy West's as Jackie? And that's, that's tough. I think I'd go with Billy West. All right, here's our last clip. And then I guess we'll call it a night. Thanks everybody for uh, hanging out with us. It's very nice. Not too many fat jokes. I appreciate that. But this is Jackie's demise. It's only 52 seconds. Jackie had the best job in radio, but there was no competition for his services his mistake was he didn't have the leverage to say well i'm going to go over to this other show that's syndicated in 50 markets where they're going to pay me for 50 markets billy west and i both left to do better things jackie you know you know he played his hand and he, he didn't he should have had something else even if it was being a writer for like a lesser of a show for a dynamis or something but he should have had something before he left i tried to talk him out of it and i said jackie stick it out five more years and then you're gonna never have to work again it's a shame he's 70 now and he still has to do all these gigs because he's got to make a living and he wouldn't have had to do that if he would have just fucking listened to this stuttering prick john knew <laughs> You just can't help him, though. You got you gotta love stuttering John Melendez. Anyway, I guess that's that. So please, I would give it. I guess I would give it. All right, maybe we should go around. I mean, OJ didn't see it, but maybe Brian, you and I can just give it. Uh, how many stars would you give it out of four? I would give it uh, three out of four stars. It's like settling in with a warm blanket. I'd probably say yeah. It's a. It doesn't deserve to be a two and it certainly should be a, you know maybe not you know but three is good i can i can deal with three and it and of course we're heavily but i mean the other thing about this doc and i said i would and that's up, the only like, thing it's not really a it's like it's not as bad as those netflix docs and the thing is it's also i don't think it's made for like mainstream no. like, this isn't you something that would be, be picked up fan. by an h yeah, yeah yeah you have to yeah if, if you have like if you have no nice idea about any of it it's probably unwatchable it's definitely you know made for the fans but I guess the last thing I had said at the beginning of this broadcast, we would name the dabbler of the week. And we're being uh, liberal with the use of the word dabbler. It can also include MLC, MLC adjacent, hackverse, shitverse, mudverse, whatever you want to call it, whatever floats your boat. I'll make a first nominee. Patrick Melton of Nobody Likes Onions is the dabbler of the week for three reasons. On Monday, he went on MLC and told everyone to mail stuff to the comedy cellar, uh, I believe in Greenwich Village. The village is where that is uh, because that's where Ray gets his mail when, for some reason when he's in New York. Pretty funny. Also, he had a complete screening of Kevin Brennan's sitcom, The Name Escapes Me. What was it? One Good Son or something like that? Somebody in the favorite chat probably. Son? Is it Favorite Son? Favorite Son. With Bobby Lee, yeah. I thought Melton was awesome in that respect. And then uh, his court footage, his whole dispute with Butch Bradley 
Melton puts in an FOI request, gets the footage, and does like a five-hour broadcast detailing uh, the argument that he had with Butch Bradley uh, in front of a judge, which Melton won. You know, Butch was trying to get Butch Bradley was trying to get a restraining order, and it was very good. So yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's, that's I think horrible. Patrick Melton, dabbler of the week. You can both vote for that or nominate your own. I'm gonna go first, Spears, just because okay. I want you to take my side hopefully maybe oh we do have a youtube user ten dollars nancy was jackie's mouthpiece in bashing stern and the crew in the documentary yeah i agree to that agree to a to certain that. extent but she was they're all they're all pretty respectful of stern okay oj sorry yeah no um so my my nominee would be cardiff electric he has not been nominated yet he's in a, an ongoing feud with chad zumick he recently was on uh, with Stuttering John. I think he's been on fire. I'm going with Cardiff. All right, Guys so we who got... show you were on last, like the last three days. <laughs> well, I, I've been I've been on uh, Cardiff. Yeah, show you've been a few on that times. too. I watched you guys. Oh, it was riveting. Yeah, I I was falling asleep. I shouldn't have went on the other night. I, I dragged the whole thing down. I was yawning. I apologize, Cardiff, El Harible, and OJ. I'm, di I'm diabetic. I'm, I'm getting a month off. Oh, you weren't the only one to blame, man. <laughs> Listen to you. Oh, yeah, that's you. Yeah, go ahead. Go piss off the anonymous dabblers, Brian. See how I'm that just does saying it. it was a uh, it was like you guys were hurting. It was a rough show. All right. So, so I guess he's not going to side with me this time. Thanks, Ebert. So who do you think was the dabbler of the week? Are you too Every good for it? That didn't have to listen to Shuli while he was banned on YouTube. So you're saying Shuli is a dabbler of the week. Sure. By benefit of got, being kicked by, off YouTube for a off. week. Yes, I'll give Shuli that uh credit. So we've got uh we've got three nominees. We've got Patrick Melton, we've got uh Cardiff Electric, and we've got Shuli, but in a sort of negative way that Brian's thrown out there. So maybe you could right. uh, throw up a uh, poll on Twitter or something, see what the fans think. Well, you know what? We're gonna go less low rent than that uh the first person that puts one of those names in the chat that i see that will be the dabbler of the week starting now see you in car see you in ac carlos with ray i'm not going to go to ac because there's no show i don't gamble cardiff electric waiver says cardiff electric that breaks the stalemate it breaks the mexican standoff cardiff electric ladies and gentlemen nominated by obnoxious john is this week's dabbler of the week Congratulations, Cardiff. I was thinking back to the first time, Brian, we had Cardiff on our stream. Cardiff had reached out to me via YouTube. I'm sorry, via Twitter. This is a $10 super chat from a YouTube user. Kevin's pilot was named number one son. As am I. I go with Melton. Yeah, Melton is good. Uh, but he said, like, I'll do your show. I had invited him on, but he just said, I'll do your show. And then I was really worried he was just coming on there to troll us, you know, because I was like, I didn't really know Cardiff. I, I just knew he had screwed with Jackie and I was so nervous. And I saw him some, have some interactions with Kevin Dumpfuck, which made me nervous. But then like 10 minutes in the interview, it was just like talking to anybody about Howard Stern. So like it never really occurred to me. Oh, yeah, it's a guy. He's, but, you know, everyone always says, oh, yeah, it's a floating potato. But I love Cardiff Electric is what I'm trying to say. And I'm, I'm just rambling. I apologize. I'm going to do this to myself. Shut the fuck up, Ray. All right, I will. All right, guys, it's Cardiff Electric. Thank you, Waver, for breaking the tie. Does anybody have anything they want to add? I know, I know, OJ, you have some 
You have a busy uh, Saturday morning. Do you want to talk about what's coming up on Be Dabbling? Be Dabbling? Be Dabbler? What's the show called? Be Dabbler. Yeah, I, it's, I, know. I know. We 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 agree. It's horrible marketing. Be Dabbler is, live. Be Dabbling live. Be Dabbling live. The show channel is Be Dabbler, and he is Al Horrible. There's <laughs> a lot going on there. But yeah, sat- Saturday morning, 10 a.m., every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, Eastern time. The only time that counts. The only time that matters. Uh, you have any we, guests lined up? Um, I think so. And I should know this. I, I believe Husey maybe oh, joined. killer. Yeah, I'm not positive if uh if he is joining us or not. But uh I believe um oh my god. The Aussie guy. Jeez, I was having a brain fart. The Aussie guy who who he comes on to our show every once in a while. He's a great, great guy to have on the show. I know he's gonna be with us, and we're gonna be covering a plethora of things. Cool. Yeah, it's been another busy week. Is there any uh, chance uh, Vince, the lawyer, is going to call in again? There's always that possibility. Oh, and be dabblers in there. Your boss is in there. Wait, I just want to address this. Brian, is there anything else you want to plug? I know you had I, you you shared a poster for some new movie that's playing where at Fantasia Fest or something Fantasia. like that. Fantasia. So anyone in Montreal, go check out uh, Blackout. It's a Glass Eye Picks film. It's a Wolfman movie. And uh, it's greening currently in Montreal. Good. All right. And I guess maybe I'll be back next week. But after this comment from Pontiva, maybe I won't. Hey, Carlos, seen you on the PBD podcast the other day. Not a great showing by you, if I must say. So what I say to that, Pontiva... (laughs) 